Live from my 100 degree apartment, it's Talking Headlines. I'm your host, Katie, and this is not live, actually. (laughs) By the time you guys listen to this, I will be heading into the mountains for my four hikes in three days trip that I take with my dog every year. Um, And it could not have come at a perfect time because my air conditioning broke yesterday. And it's about to be 96 degrees next week. So thankfully, I will have a hotel with some air conditioning. Right now, I have this portable AC that sticks into my window. And it weighs 1,000 pounds. And I have to haul it from room to room. And even though it's on and it's set to 62 degrees, my thermostat says 80. And it can't really go above 80 Otherwise, my dog will die. (laughs) Anyway, so today I have two articles for you guys. Um, The first one scared me at first. Actually, I was reading this and I was terrified. And then I watched the video and it really doesn't seem that bad. I think this is definitely an example of the media blowing things up and just using words that don't need to be used to scare people or something, make it sound cooler than it is. Um, So this first article, I am on People and Today. It says, Chipotle tests robot that can prepare avocados to make guacamole faster. The autocado, auto spelled A-U-T-O-C-A-D-O, autocado, could cut guacamole prep time in half according to Chipotle. Uh, Chipotle Mexican Girl has developed a robot that can cut, core, and peel avocados used in its guacamole as the restaurant industry faces sustained labor shortage. Um, So it says it takes roughly 50 minutes to make a batch of Chipotle's guacamole, but the avocado could cut the prep time in half. And so this, what what I understand from this is that since COVID, you know, the restaurant shortage has been still really low so they have a what they're calling a robot cutting and peeling their avocados now when i first saw this i was like oh my gosh here another step in the direction of robots taking our jobs we are going to be overrun by robots and at some point they're going to take all of our jobs and there's going to be a robot apocalypse and we're all just going to be like smashing these metal robots and they're going to be fighting back because they're smarter than us that's what i originally thought because um i tend to catastrophize (laughs) however i watched the video on people of this avocado robot as they call it and it's honestly just a machine that's all it is they stick the avocados in a machine and the machine peels them and takes the cores out it's not that big of a deal. Like, I mean, it's awesome that they can um, make a machine that helps it go faster. Chipotle really is, like, one of the only places I eat out at semi-regularly just because it's, you know, more on the healthy side. Um, But the way that the Today website, like, talked about this robot made it sound way scarier than it actually is. People, on the other hand, it says... Chipotle has announced a new mean green guacamole making machine. That's all it is. It's just a machine. It's not a robot with, you know, robot hands doing its robot thing, taking your order. 
And then in the article, it says that they want they can still hand mash the guacamole and things like that. Um, it's just an example of the media just blowing it, blowing shit up and making it sound worse than it actually was. Because really, when I first read this article, I was terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, Chipotle's robots. The only restaurant I really eat out at. There's going to be robots making my burrito. No, it's just a machine. You know how many warehouses, like have machines that do things like there's machines that do everything everything a lot of things in factories and places like that so it's really not as big of a deal as this today website made it out to be so it's kind of interesting all right on to the next article this is really the meat and potatoes of the day i wanted to talk about caffeine so i have this article from U.S. News, and it says, FDA asked to investigate Logan Paul's energy drink Prime, which has the caffeine of six Coke cans. Dun, dun, dun! Again, I think the overarching theme of today is, oh, the media just makes it out to seem so bad. Everything is so bad. The world is so bad. Logan Paul's Prime is killing children with its caffeine. So this article says, uh, an influencer-backed energy drink that has earned viral popularity among children is facing scrutiny from lawmakers and health experts over its potentially dangerous levels of caffeine. Okay. So, at first, I was like, is this really marketed to kids? Like, is Logan Paul out there? Kids, drink Prime! You know, and then I kind of realized, well, probably a lot of kids watch him. A lot of kids are on TikTok. A lot of kids are on YouTube. A lot of kids are just on the internet these days. So by default, yeah, kids are being exposed to these things that they wouldn't otherwise be exposed to. So, okay, fair. Should it have, so it says it has 200 milligrams of caffeine in it. Now, the limit of caffeine that you should be having is 400 milligrams a day and that's like the upper limit of what you should be having so it's half of the upper limit which is a lot in one drink and I've seen those drinks it's really small so it's it's a lot of caffeine for not how big the drink actually is However, I started to think about it, and I looked up the caffeine from other energy drinks. So this website is No Cheat Day Needed, um, and it has a chart of all of these energy drinks. Now, we're looking at 200 milligrams of caffeine in Prime, and the FDA is investigating Logan Paul. That's kind of a big deal that he's being investigated for his energy drink because when I'm looking at this chart, um, a shot of five-hour energy has 200 milligrams of caffeine in it. If we're talking about kids and caffeine, let's talk about the one time that I had a five-hour energy. Now, this is not the story that I teased for this episode. I do have that story. It'll be at the end. But... I took a five-hour energy in high school right before, like, right after the, like, prom, the dance, and right before the after prom, okay? I took five-hour energy because we were not allowed to leave the after prom until five o'clock in the morning. 
I am not a night person. So I took a five hour energy because I knew my mother could not come pick me up. Well, I think I was driving by then. I couldn't drive home until after the curfew ended. So did it give me energy at the time? Probably not. Did I sleep that night? Definitely not. Was I up for the next five days? Absolutely. That five hour energy shot, I slept, I slept for maybe five hours when I got home. And then I was up for five days. Now, that may or may not have been my first experience with caffeine. I'm pretty sure I had energy drinks like a few here and there before that, but that was my first experience with anything of substance with caffeine because I didn't start drinking coffee until I was 21. So if we want to talk about caffeine's harm in the kids, FDA, I got a story for you. Take down the five-hour energy. Alani knew. It's supposed to be healthy or something. 200 milligrams of caffeine. Bang. Bang has 300 milligrams of caffeine. Beyond raw lit. 250. C4, 200. Celsius, 200. Ghost. Ghost has 200 milligrams of caffeine. Ghost also has a bunch of candy flavors. I've seen them. It looks disgusting, if I'm being honest. That's, and that's not marketed to children. Ghost with the Sour Patch Kids flavored and the Mike and Ike's flavor isn't marketed to children? FDA. I think you're going after the wrong people here. Or if you're going to go after Logan Paul, you better just go after everybody. Okay, Mountain Dew Rise. Okay, Mountain Dew. My mom would not let me drink Mountain Dew. She literally made me think it was the devil because it had so much caffeine in it. And so I grew up thinking Mountain Dew was horrible. But that has 180. Monster's got 160. Nas has 160. And Nas, we were drinking Nas in high school like crazy. This girl that I was with in high school one time we were walking across the parking lot she chugged a Nas like as we were walking and I don't know rain has 300 rain is my favorite energy drink I don't do energy drinks anymore for the specific reason that I am I take in a lot of caffeine and at some point it just doesn't work anymore um but rain has 300 so I understand being considerate to the kids on the internet and the fact that children have a lot of access to these things and children like their favorite influencer and they want to support them and they want to buy their product. I understand. I just think if they are going to go after Logan Paul for a prime, I think they need to go after Ghost, at the very least, Ghost, literally looks like it, it's got candy on it. It tastes like candy. To me, that's more marketed to kids than Prime. Yeah, I'm sure. Prime's got a bunch of pretty colors on it, and it's Logan Paul, and whatever. But if you're going to go after one, you might as well go after the other ones. The other thing that you could argue is that parents need to watch what their kids consume. I don't understand the day and age of everything else is, or everything is everybody else's fault 
except for the parent when it comes to the children. I work with kids, and so I see all sorts, or I've seen, you know, I've been working with kids for 10 years, a little over 10 years. I've seen some, I've seen some, some shit when it comes to parents. And it's, it's so interesting that everything is so incredibly catered to kids these days. Like, as in, as in, oh, we all have to change what we're doing in the world to fit what's good and what's bad for the kids. That's the job of the parents. I'm sorry, but if you have a kid, and I don't have a kid, so this may or may not sound incredibly tone deaf, but I think I have a point. If, if you're a parent, if I was a parent, uh, it's my job to make sure the things that my kid consumes, whether it's food, drink, or internet, is age-appropriate, safe, healthy, and just overall like good for the child's well-being. That's my job. I had the kid. It's like, I mean, okay, I don't want to be that person that compares kids to dogs, but like, I'm not going to go around saying that everybody needs to stay away from me because my dog is crazy and afraid of everything. It's my job to make sure that if we see another dog, we turn around and walk away. It's the parent's job to make sure that the things that are going into your kids' bodies is what you want or healthy or age-appropriate things on the internet, things like that. Since when did it become everybody else's problem to cater to the kids? Now, I'm not saying that we need to not think about the kids. What I'm saying is that if you are going to allow your child to be on the internet and watch influencers and if you're going to give your 10 year old a cell phone and let them have Instagram and let them have TikTok you need to be watching what they're doing and if they are on the internet watching Logan Paul and then coming to you and convincing you to buy a prime energy drink, you might want to look into it before you let your kid have it. And I don't think that's a lot to ask. I think that's the responsibility that you take on when you become a parent. You are responsible for that child. You are responsible for the health and safety of your child. Not Logan Paul. He did not sign up to be the responsibility. Or he did not sign up for your... To, to be, you know, responsible for all of these children. Is there kind of a responsibility there? I suppose. However, it's going to just be a back and forth because... Yeah, sure. Sure. You know, kids watch you. If you're a public figure, you have a responsibility to your viewers. I get that. But 
ultimately, the responsibility of the children falls on the parents. And I don't know a whole lot about Logan Paul in general, who he caters to, what his videos are like. I know of him. I know of Jake Paul. One of them fights. I don't know which one. I think maybe it's both of them. I don't know, okay? But what I do know is that you can't expect public figures to cater to your children. That's your job as a parent. It's not their job to make sure that your kid is not consuming a 200 milligrams of caffeine energy drink. That's not Logan Paul's problem. Logan Paul doesn't care. Logan Paul is rolling in it right now is what he's doing. Logan Paul wants to be rich, is rich, wants to continue to be rich. He does not care about your kids. And frankly, it's not his responsibility to care. It's your responsibility to take care of your child. And that's all I have to say on that. Um, so the caffeine story that I've been teasing all week is, it's kind of funny because I have an interesting relationship with caffeine where like I can take in a lot of it and take a nap. It really doesn't affect me that much. And I'm not sure if it's because my grandmother was the same way. And I'm not sure if it's because I'm where I'm similar to her or anything like that. But I found out last August. So my boyfriend cut out caffeine because it just doesn't it doesn't work for him. Uh it it does things that he, you know, he doesn't like. So I was like, oh, hey, you know what? Maybe if I stopped relying on caffeine and I just started to, you know, have natural energy again, like it might be better than crashing in the middle of the day. So I quit caffeine for a while last August. And what I realized when I was quitting caffeine was I quit slowly. I didn't quit cold turkey because I've been drinking coffee every morning since I was 21, my internship. And I don't necessarily drink coffee for the caffeine effects. I drink coffee mainly because it's just a, it's nice to have something warm in the morning to drink. And so what I realized when I was slowly cutting it out was that I had to, you know, I had to wean off of it. So I actually, for the first time in eight years, <laughs> or ever, for the first time ever, but for the first time in eight years of drinking caffeine, I actually looked at how much coffee you should be putting in the filter. And it was like a tablespoon for every four ounces of water. Now, <laughs> was I doing that? No. No, I wasn't. I was putting about four ounces of water, which is half of a cup, a little bit more. I was drinking about a mug of coffee a day, okay? I would make just enough for a mug, maybe a little bit less, or maybe a little bit more, and then just, you know, either finish the rest or dump out the rest. I had a quarter cup scoop for my coffee and I was putting two quarter cups of the ground coffee into the filter for one cup of coffee. 
Now, <laughs> that's a lot of caffeine. <laughs> I did the math and I found out that I was putting about 480 milligrams of caffeine into one cup of coffee. <laughs> so I wish I was making that up. <laughs> I was putting, it comes out to, I was putting two quarter cups in there. It comes out to eight tablespoons of coffee into one cup. That is no wonder I was falling asleep. At that point, not only was I having more than the upper limit, I was having it in one cup of coffee and wondering why I was falling asleep <laughs> after coffee and wondering, also wondering why I was crashing so hard in the afternoon. I can't make this up. I was shocked when I found this out. And it was a good thing that I, I quit when I did. And I didn't stay quit. So I had, I was using um, decaf for a while, which has like 15 milligrams of caffeine. It still has, decaf still has caffeine in it. It just doesn't have much. But I really just, I love the taste of regular coffee. And then a couple months, I can't actually remember when I started to drink coffee. Again, regular coffee. But I... I realized that having a cup, because I can only have about a cup of coffee in the morning. I cannot have two. It tastes different the second, like if I make more, the second cup that came out of the same pot as the first cup tastes different. I don't know if it's me, but I can only have about one cup of coffee. And I figured, okay, as long as I'm not putting a half a cup of the ground coffee into the filter for one cup like I should be fine like if I follow the general rule of how many tablespoons you're supposed to do then I should be fine to have coffee so I might put a little bit more but I don't only make a cup anymore I make a little I make a little bit more and every time I think I'm gonna drink the rest of it and it just tastes funny so I am still drinking coffee I just am not drinking that much coffee and then before I found all this out, I was, you know, having 480 milligrams of caffeine in the morning. And also, on Mondays, back when I first started working at the gym that I work at now, I was working 12-hour days on Mondays. And sometimes I would hang out with my boyfriend. He wasn't my boyfriend at the time, but, and his, and his roommate after a long day on Mondays. And I would have two energy drinks in the middle of the day to help me make it through my 12 hour day and hang out at night. There was one day I did that. And that puts me at 800 milligrams of caffeine. Cause I had two Alani news that day. Yeah. So 400 plus four. Yeah. Almost a thousand milligrams of caffeine that day. That is absolutely unhinged, and I could not... Uh, the FDA needs to investigate me. I don't... I'm like, if FDA, if you're going to investigate caffeine intake, investigate it for people who are, like, between 25 and 30, because we're out here trying to get a house and trying to find a job that pays us well, 
and we're trying to pay our millions of dollars in rent that I'm still paying, we, we obviously are still paying even though our AC's all broken and they can't get fixed for the next week. Investigate us. <laughs> we're the ones you need to be careful of because we don't have, well, we do have parents, hopefully, but we're not under the guise of our parents anymore. We're on our own. We're on our own and we're out here and we're struggling hard. So <laughs> maybe the FDA needs to look into that age group because woof, if they had come to investigate my caffeine intake, they would have thrown somebody in jail. <laughs> I don't even know. So that's how I feel about this whole prime energy thing. And honestly, I didn't even know prime was a thing until a couple months ago. I was at a regional gymnastics meet and one of the other coaches was drinking it and he was talking about how it's Logan Paul's brand. I didn't even know this was a thing, but this article came up and I thought it would be interesting to talk about because I have such a colored history with caffeine. And I also have a history dealing with children and working with them and working with their parents and, and kind of seeing the shift in generations and how parents feel about, you know, things that concern their kids these days versus how our parents felt growing up. It's, it's a whole different world. Like if I didn't do well in something, it was my fault when I was growing up, but now if a kid doesn't do well in something, it's, it's everybody else's fault except for the child. And that needs to change, and it needs to change. And I personally don't know if I'm ever going to have kids, but if I do, my main goal is to teach my kid to take responsibility for their actions and take responsibility for my actions and my own child and not blame the world for the things that my kid sees when I have full control over it. And I also think, on a note, the ending note, really, that giving your kids a phone, I, I had a phone when I was 11, was when I got my phone. I was going, or I was in six, I was in middle school, I was in like sixth grade, I got a phone, uh, because I walked to school and my mom wanted to make sure that I got there safe, but it was a flip phone. It had snake on it was the most fun thing I think if you're going to give your kids a phone you're, you have to accept responsibility in what they're looking at you need to check your kids phone you need to make sure that you know what they're looking at you can't just I mean you can't just blindly trust your kid I know that if you raised them right they should be able to be trusted however the internet has such a strong pull these days, especially for, you know, young minds that are able to be, they're, they're little sponges, they soak everything up, they're able to be molded. You just have to make sure that they're watching things that are appropriate and following people who are appropriate to watch. And that's it. So thank you for listening to this episode. I am going to finish packing for my trip and cleaning my apartment. The temperature in here hasn't gone up. I hauled this thing into my living room because it was just getting too hot. 
But by the time you guys hear this, I will be on my way to the mountains for the four hikes in three days trip, which usually takes a whole lot out of me. But it'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I, we do it every year, me and my dog. We go somewhere new every year and hike. So it'll be great. Um, please make sure to follow and rate five stars. You can follow my Snapchat if you don't already. I have it put to everyone so everyone can see my story and see the things I post and all of the random things that happen in a day and the teasers for the show. Um, you can find me on Apple Podcast, obviously Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Have a great week.